The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, good evening, everyone. Time for another episode to be recorded. Yes, sir. We are here once again. Brought to you by the CSPN to talk about Monday Night Raw. You can catch us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, any other podcasting app. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for the new day holding that WrestleCast sign. And subscribe to that logo, and you'll get the raw cast in your podcast cues each and every week. So we open up with a recap of Cody Rhodes' return at WrestleMania and his desire to become the WWE champion to honor his father. So here is The Miz for Miz TV. Miz wastes no time in introducing Cody Rhodes. Does he, though he does make sure to insult him a few times. Um, this was the million do- million and one dollars worth of pyro Cody came out to. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that joint was like the grand finale at the 4th of July, dog. It was. <laughs> it's pyro everywhere. Uh, Miz accuses Cody for taking too long to come to the ring, but Cody says it's been a while since he was in front of a crowd like this one. Hang on, as Cody gets supposed to be. That was some AEW shade. That was some AEW shade for saying that. But wait, continue. Tony Khan gonna say it. they were just a bunch of bots. They weren't even real fans. Here you go. See, they go ruining... There he goes spoiling again. You gotta send me a list of the stuff you're gonna talk about, so I'll have a a, a do not tread over this uh, list. Um, we hear about Cody being the grandson of a plumber, but without the Rhodes name, he would just be a plumber. Says the Miz. Cody says it would be nice to be a plumber right now because Miz is full of, and he stops himself. Miz hasn't changed a bit in years, and that makes him reliable. Cody is here to win the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship belt. Damn, that's a mouthful. Though Miz points out that it's a title because a belt holds your pants up. We hear about how Seth Rollins wants a rematch where Cody can't surprise him, but the fans cut off Miz again. Miz gets in Cody's face and says he knows where Cody has been for six years, but Cody says hold on. He respects Miz and all of his accomplishments, but maybe the Miz is threatened by him. Cody has enjoyed their chat, but he's looking forward to their match which will be his first on Raw in six years. 
Miz goes for the sneak attack and ends up getting sent to the outside. Um, this was pretty good because they had that wordplay going where Cody was like wrestlers and Miz is like superstars, superstars. So, a lot of good stuff here. Yeah. Perfect person to antagonize Cody Rhodes with. Of course. And uh, I'm just going to say right now that people need to put more respect on the Miz's name. I mean, we we already do, but they just, people just, people just being real picky for, for, um, for whatever reason. Because people feel a certain way about the Miz for some reason, which I don't understand why. I mean, just exactly. like... I mean, he came in and did what he needed to do. He paid his dues. Yeah, just like Cody said, he's reliable. I mean, you know what you're going to get when you when you put someone in there against the Miz, especially um, a, a heel like Cody, you know? Miz is going to do exactly what needs to be done to make him look fantastic and... We'll talk about it later, but that's that's what they did. So, just put some respect on Miz's name. Dominic Mysterio versus Veer Mahan. The baseball clothesline drops Dominic on the floor, and another inside the ring does it again. The cervical clutch, which is a camel clutch slash Gargano escape hybrid, finishes off poor Dominic. Now, this was promoted all week as Rey Mysterio gonna face uh Vera Mahan but uh for some unknown reason they did a one eighty and it was Dominic who caught the beats. Um Ray um missed due to Mr. Raw due to a medical issue. He got that shit, don't he? No clue. Well after the match Vera Mahan puts the hold on again then lets it go then puts it on again leaving Dominic to be stretchered out. Is uh is is Dominic got an injury that we don't know about? Uh no, he just means stretch it out. Okay, all right. Well after the break, Dominic gets put into the ambulance. Veer Mahan says he strikes fear into the hearts of men. Remember how you were talking about uh, back in the day when somebody was getting beat up like that? At least, like, the mid carters and the jobbers would come running out to try to save them? Yeah. Uh, all the folks that would have tried to save them was watching them get loaded up in the ambulance in the back. It was, like, Finn Balor and a couple of three other guys. Like, why didn't y'all come out to try to save them? But they still concerned watching them get carted into the meat wagon. Right. Uh, we look back at Edge and Damian Priest taking out AJ Styles last week. AJ says he's scared of what he's going to do to Damian Priest tonight. Priest walks by, and AJ is on site with him, gets into a fight with him, and the uh, agents have to break it up in the back. AJ on site Styles. 
What you think about the brawl and AJ uh, and that energy AJ brought to it? Uh, it's just them going, moving the storyline across. Mm. Yeah, they definitely moved the storyline across. AJ Styles versus Damian Priest. The downward spiral plant Styles, though, and the reckoning is countered into a Pele kick. Styles tries a phenomenal forearm, which is countered with the kick to the head. Hold on, though. Damian Priest drops to one knee. The lights go out. Purple spotlight comes on Damian Priest. We, he does some crazy stuff with his eyes and his face. We take a commercial break. When we come back, the match is just over. Uh, that's where we need to play the little John. Uh, the what? Because I was like, what the? Did he just, I was like, did he just transform into Damien? But we got no explanation. Uh, AJ Styles is unhappy. And he says that Edge is his no matter what. Can you make sense of what we saw there, sir? The new faction coming. Who? Uh, but who else is going to be in it? Like they say, you got to wait and see. Oh, the horror. Um... I don't know, man. This was just weird. This was a weird way to get out of the match. We didn't want to beat AJ. Didn't want to beat Priest. Um, so you have some supernatural stuff take place. Um, I don't get it. But, you know, that's WWE booking for you. Cody Rhodes versus The Miz. Cody damaged his knee, missing a move off the top. The figure four goes on and stays on for a good while. Cody finally turns it over for the break. Back up. He hits the Cody cutter. That sets up the crossroads. And Cody Rhodes is your winner. Solid match. Did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yes. Got Cody in the winner's circle. He looked good. Miz did what he was supposed to do. So... All in all, this is a good piece of business. Um, does Cody feel special to you still? Does it? I mean, does it feel like the presentation and what they're doing with him is going to be sustainable for not just maybe this month, but for the next several months that could possibly lead him to this confrontation with Roman Reigns? By SummerSlam. up to. There ain't no way he gonna win though. Dang. Roman is on a tear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Roman is is killing the game, son. I just don't see it being. They kind of, they kind of are taking your are taking your approach to his booking. Yeah, only have him wrestle on special occasions and have him win it every time. Mm-hmm. It's real easy. Yeah, yeah that's what I, was that's what I was like, oh, so this is this is what Dawn means by just have him wrestle. I was, I was thought, I was like, um, I said he gonna be. 
I say you're only going to see him on the pay-per-view, on the premium live events, or um, or at the house shows. Yeah. You ain't get, get no free matches from him. Nah, homie. It ain't working like that no more. Nah, homie. But that's, that's what makes him special, though. Is it? Yeah, dude. It's what makes him special. Because he's not like everybody else. You don't see him out here wrestling every week, getting pinned in non-title matches and shit like they do all the other champions. But I enjoy the booking of Roman. I think it's smart. And... uh, let him win as many matches as he needs to until they finally can get The Rock on board. And then we'll head to WrestleMania and whatever they do there, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, post-match, Seth Rollins, who was at ringside, grabs the mic and says he heard Cody mention the word rematch. Rollins could go for that, and Cody accepts the challenge with the date to be announced, and we find out it's going to be at WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, we recap the debut of Ezekiel from last week, much to Kevin Owens's annoyance. We meet the newest member of the Raw roster, Tommaso Ciampa, and Ezekiel comes up to introduce himself. Ciampa is glad to meet him, but Owens comes in to say, "That's Elias." Ezekiel and Ciampa say, uh, "Not quite," and Owens thinks he is the only sane person left around here. So I guess. Um Tommaso Ciampa from now has survived. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Renaming um, rename <laughs> They still feel like they could still have ownership of the name. That's the reason why they said they'd be changing the names is because they don't own. But it's like you didn't own the into NXT at WWE property. Mm-hmm. But I guess a lot of those people are able to come to NXT under their real names, I guess. But, yeah. The the, the Marcel Barthel becoming Ludwig Kaiser. It's like, oh man, that's just doing too much for the sake of doing too much. And only bringing up one person from Bergen. Right. But aside from, um, aside from, um, I mean Walter. Yeah. And I call other name. Yeah, this is a collective, sir. This isn't a, you know, pick one out, pick this one out type of deal. This is a whole presentation. Right. Liv Morgan versus Naomi. A double jumping kick to the face drops Liv, but she's back with a roll up. That leads into a pinfall reversal sequence which Naomi ends up getting the roll-up pin and the win. I really like the finish to this match. I really like the way this whole match was set up. This whole match was set up as a counter match. Like, they were just countering each other the whole time. And it led right into the way the finish was, too, even though it was only, like, a three-minute match. It was good. I enjoyed it. So, this was supposed to have been the rematch for the titles, but right. we have protocol uh is that concussion protocol or is that COVID protocol just where i saw it it says protocol yeah so. she she got that too mm-hmm. they'd be out here reckless 
if they are um, under the weather, though, hopefully they're vaccinated and they get well soon. Rhea Ripley and Rey Mysterio. Uh, here's Bobby Lashley in the MVP lounge, despite not being a guest. He barely beat almost, so now it's time for him to wreck the set because he needs some answers from MVP for what he did last week. So here comes MVP and Amos. Um, let's talk about already MVP benefiting Amos. They upgraded that man's wardrobe. He got him out of the uh, you can't get in here with these shoes wardrobe. Yeah. To uh, looking, you know, pretty sophisticated in the blue suit. It's about time. <laughs> uh, MVP is threatening lawsuits if Lashley breaks anything. Lashley wants Amos right now, but MVP says Amos is learning to be a businessman, so he's waiting until the money is right. That's fine with Lashley, who still wants an explanation from MVP. MVP gives him one, saying that when he returned to WWE, Lashley was floundering. Lashley had talent, but he wasn't going anywhere, so MVP had to save him. Lashley accuses MVP of being on his farewell tour and lashing on to his next meal ticket. A lot of yelling ensues back and forth. MVP says Amos is going to destroy Lashley, who promises to take Amos down again and then take MVP out. Uh, with all of that taken care of, Lashley starts throwing a bunch of uh, the stuff on the set out of the ring, a couple of couches, tables. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty... Uh, that's a pretty good heated segment between uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was struggling until MVP came out there. Then MVP did what he always does. Helps Bobby get through it. The man didn't spit no lies, though. Everything he said was facts. I be sometimes. And he took a shot at Leo Rush and Carmella. Which was he called? He said your career was being directed by oh it was Lana excuse me by a sawed off run and a TikTok star. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. but did he lie though? No, I think Leo think he wanted to wrestle, but they saw only saw him for the manager role. Oh word. So basically, what they, uh, what they, uh, that was basically going to give him Adam Cole the Leo Rush role, basically. That's that's still the rumor. You know what? He was already being booked as a booked as a manager. That's what he was doing, and then he got the split from Lashley. Then with the NXT, that he was wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know? Won a cruiserweight title, then lost it, then he was out the door. Mm-hmm. Lashley. Lashley. Sorry. Well, he didn't want to pay his dues for the Mark Henry. <laughs> well, different day and time, man. Some people don't feel like, they feel like that's an antiquated way to, to come through the ranks in life so you know so sometimes you got to change with your with your times and wrestling has been very slow 
when it comes to things like that. Um, we recap the double engagements and the 24-7 title shenanigans. Uh, this is the part where we're about to lose Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Uh, R-Truth, Akira Tozawa, and some others have a bachelor party with Reggie, but aren't happy that Dana broke in the 24-7 title or at a bachelorette party, so it's time to go break it up. Uh, Austin Theory asked the bosses for a U.S. title shot next week. They say deal, and he says you can just call him Theory. Theory of positivity. The name um, protocol. No, Theory of Relativity was, you know... Like, it seems like something's missing. What was wrong? It was nothing was wrong with it. Probably, you know, with the Austin. But Steve Austin? Hey. Don't put anything past Vince McMahon. Man, I don't get it. Like what? Is, what does Steve Austin coming one time in the last, you know, three years have? To, why does he? Why does it make Austin Theory have to change his name? That's uh, that's weird. That's weird. But it is what it is. Kevin Owens comes in to take Theory's place and demands proof that Ezekiel and Elias are different people. Uh, he's, he wants to see his social security card, his uh, his library card, and uh, he's told that that information is confidential. Owens is like, his library card is confidential? So next week, Owens says he's going to have them take a lot detector test. Fun times. And man, Kevin Owens tries his best. He um he gets handed some difficult situations at times, but he does his best to make the the most of them. And this looks like it's not going to be any different. So, um, plus him and Elias do have that chemistry from when they were running together before, and we got that awesome piece of business. Um where, you know, he insulted that Seattle crowd and they still ain't stopped booing his ass. Um, Sonya Deville comes in and says she has a deal in place for Bianca Belair's next title, her first title defense of the Raw Women's title. So that leads us to Bianca Belair versus Queen Zelina. Uh, Y'all know what this is. Bianca Belair showcase. Uh, Binky uh, blocks a roll-up start, runs her over with the shoulder block, but Zelina takes her down for a last chancery. That's broken up with just straight power. Bianca Belair hits a gorilla press slam, and the KOD connects to finish off Zelina Vega. They have their match down so well. Zelina Vega knows exactly what she's here for, and she does it to a T each and every time. Uh, after the break, Sonya Deville, she's in the ring to announce Bianca's first challenger. It wasn't an easy pick as she had a lot of options, but Binky says she's ready for anywhere. Uh, Sonya has an open contract, and Binky signs the contract without a second thought. Then, 
uh, Sonya says the opponent is, and we get a drum roll, and uh, Binky is looking up towards the ramp, see who's going to come out. Sonya Deville kind of takes a step back, gets behind her, and then takes out Binky's knee with a chop block, and then she hits a running knee to the face and signs the open contract. And so the next opponent for Bianca Belair is going to be Sonya Deville. Mo, what you got to say for your girl, man? Like I said in the um, broadcast live tweet, it's not a boy when she go after our favorites. But that's your people's, though. Like I said, and Jay co-signed when she um, like retweeted the tweet. It's null and void when she goes after our favorites. Mm-hmm. Now they want to sing a different tune. I hear you. This was good, though. That was a good setup. Because it made me curse. And that's exactly what they was the, uh, the reaction they was going for. Um, we go back to the bachelorette party where Tamina agrees to keep the truce with Dana Brooke tonight. After their honeymoons, though, it's open season for the 24-7 title. Los Lotharios come in for the kiss cam, but Nikki Ash has a surprise, a pair of strippers, but one of them is a referee. Tamina breaks up the cover and slides Nikki down the bar as R-Truth, Kiritz's hour, and Reggie come in. R-Truth gives him a speech about how the love of the title is what keeps them together and all that matters. He's a certified marriage guy, and he has a certificate to prove it. And he bans all attacks on Dana until after next week's double wedding. You still with me? I, I know this was. I know this was the part of the show where you. Where no, you I'm so embarrassed. I just shook my. I just said. Mm-mm-mm. Where you was eye rolling and asking, "Do you really have to sit through this?" Uh, yeah, I feel like how Sam feels when he doesn't like talking about you know Ms. and Maurice the um, next <laughs> co-pregnant. <laughs> uh, Adam Pierce is not happy with Sonya Deville, but she asks, "What can he do about it?" That's where you're supposed to say nothing, like Nori. Um, Alpha Academy versus RK Bro. Gable is working on Riddle's arm, but Riddle fights up and brings Orton back in to clean house. A roll-up gives Chad Gable a two-count, but of course, Randy Orton grabs the RKO for the pin on Chad Gable. We cut to the back where the Usos are arriving. After break, the Usos are in the ring. Orton grabs the microphone and says, The big dog let his bitches off the leash. The Usos laugh it off, and they get straight to the point. They want the title unification match. Riddle thinks that sounds like something out of the Avengers with Thanos trying to put all the crystals together. That's when the Street Profits come out to interrupt because they should be at the front of the line. Jimmy says there's only one line, and it's the bloodline. The Profits and the Usos are ready to go at it, and Orton makes the match. Uh, We get a recap of Veer Mahan taking out Dominic from earlier. Then that leads us into Street Profits versus the Usos. The Doomsday Blockbuster gets a two count on Jay. Jimmy cuts off Dawkins' dive and super kicks him down, only to have the super fly splash hit knees. Montez Ford asks a frog splash for a two count with Jay making the save. 
Dawkins is sent into the post, and then it's the 1D to Montez Ford to give the Usos the win. Um, first, before we get into the aftermatch, um, man, Street Profits and Usos, they need to have a good series. It could be just as iconic as New Day and Usos. You, you with that? After the match, the champs stare each other down, hold up the titles. The Usos leave, but RK bro, they take out the Street Profits, and that is enough to allow the Usos to superkick Orton to end the show. And that was your Monday Night Raw for this past week. I actually thought it was pretty refreshing, pretty enjoyable. Went by, most for the most part, pretty fast. Damian Priest versus AJ Styles, though, I'm still not sure what the hell I've invested my time in to watch with that new finish and no explanation as to what the hell happened to Damian Priest. Um, but other than that part, I thought that it was pretty good. It's pretty good. So at this time, huh? It had some hiccups. Uh, the main event was solid. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He says forward, no. It's flying. And landed in perfectly. Then hit the little dance in front of what in riddle. <laughs> yeah, man. The man is, uh, the man has got some talent beyond, you know, what most people are gifted with. And and just to think he's still really learning, um, you know, his craft, honing his craft and getting better. So there's so much more for him to tap into. Um, can't wait to, you know, till that day comes, Mo. I'm sorry, but you you know what it is. Yeah, Angel Dawkins, when he surprises y'all and become a top player. <laughs> I'm going to reference every time that y'all try to say that he's going to be the victim of the barbershop window. I'm going to just be like, y'all feel real bad. There's a um, storyline in the My Rise in the WWE 2K22 mm-hmm. where after. Well, it's a it's a young lady that's backstage who wants you to um who wants you to beat up Angelo Dawkins for her. It's her birthday. <laughs> he ain't even getting no respect in the game. Nah. It was a it's a no DQ match too, so Dang, Angelo. They're just doing you dirty out here, man. Uh, how do you uh, like the game? It was cool. Um, I haven't really. I haven't. The only ones I play is the my faction and the my rides. I haven't tried the my GM. Okay. It's a big game. You know, it has this. Has this. It has his, you know, still has his bugs and everything. He has his little hiccups. That's a fun game. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, at this point, sir, it's your time of the night. 
the Mo Meltzer news segment. As I mentioned earlier, um, it looks like some call-ups, some NXT call-ups, have went to the, the name protocol. Um, Mar- um, Marcel, Marcel Bartel, he's now Ludwig Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Which is funny to me. Um, they had already changed Walter to the other one. Mm hmm. So, that already happened. And, um, Raquel Guns, um, Guns Houses now Raquel Rodriguez. As you said, Austin Theory is now going by Theory. It's just not necessary, man. It's not. But, you know, they got to feel like they're in ownership of the intellectual property. So, they do what they do. But, man. Um. So speaking of, so the former Braun Strowman, Adam Shear, Adam Shear, he had a Twitter exchange against um, Buff Bagwell. Oh gosh, Buff out here finding ways to make himself relevant in 2022. Well, Buff Bagwell's been been kind of popular on Twitter, so you know he's doing something, but. You know, so basically, Buff Bagwell said he um, joined CYN, which is that control your narrative. Yeah, yeah. And he said, he said, "Oh, never mind. That was just that was just gas." So she didn't take too kindly of the joke, and they've been going back and forth and everything. They were going now, Bagwell said that he joined CYN. Yeah, and he said, "Oh, never mind. That was just gas." And so, why did Braun Strowman have an issue with that? Because that's their, well, CYN is their control your narrative, that thing, and everything. He was just, he didn't appreciate the joke. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. I'm, I'm sure that if he was, oh, Jay Z was at the next game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Um, I'm just sure that if he was in his, um, if they were in the same vicinity, it'd have been more than a slap. They probably squared up and started, you know. But they weren't, so. Man, Buff better, um, Buff better calm down, man. He ain't 35 no more. He can't be out here getting any little scraps with these young boys. Um, looks like Wendy Chu signed an extension. That's good. It's real good. Um, so the, the um, WWE um, 
booked the first major stadium show over in the UK for like September, I believe, early September. Okay, cool. That's good for them. Yeah, the UK folks, that'll be a fun show because, you know, those people are rabid. They don't get it, the product, as much as uh, they would like. So when they do get a chance to um, get a big event, they definitely show out. So that should be fun. Um, are you ready to, to, to see who to watch main event? All right, who we got? Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa versus T-Bar. And they, they, love running, they love running T-Bar out there on main event, don't they? Yeah. And then Apollo Crews and Kamehameha Aziz versus Cedric and Shelton. Oh, yeah, I tune in to see the Hurt Business. Or I don't even know <laughs> if we can call them that anymore. But, yeah, yeah, I tune in for that. That's not too bad. It's not that's pretty decent, actually. Um, Undertaker wants Bray Wyatt to return back to WWE. He feels he has <laughs> his current a lot to offer in terms of the crowd. Does Bray Wyatt want to return to WWE? Because it don't look like he's missing wrestling to me. Looks like he's he uh, chilling. Right. Enjoying the, uh, the movie life. Yeah. So it looks like Rick Bulls was walking around his neighborhood on crutches, so that's good for him. Yeah, man. Guys, got to try to stay positive and keep your, keep your head up. Can't be out here down on your luck, so that's good for him. Yeah. What was it? Anything, uh, Big E been posting anything lately on the socials? Nah. Um, Bully Ray's going to be next guest on the Broken Star Sessions. Okay. That don't get me excited. <laughs> and speaking of Undertaker, he's going to be hosting a new podcast series for WWE. Yeah, that seems counterintuitive if you got Steve Austin doing it, who is clearly very good at it. I don't know how well The Undertaker will be at it, but they're going to try it. Yeah. And also, Tony Khan claims that bots are... Um, WWE has bots that are you know, saying mean things about AEW. <laughs> I mean, we can say the same thing about you know. We can say the same thing about um, him, and what people with AEW fans say about WWE, we can say the same thing about them. But you know, it just seems weird. He's so he's got rabbit ears on. Everything, man. Just like, dude, just you don't have to make comments about everything they do or everything that comes your way. So you can just let something slide. Damn. But nah, that's not Tony Khan. 
not Tony Khan. That is not how he operates. Okay, so it said Undertaker is getting a new show on WWE Network and Peacock. Um, it's being described as similar to Broken Skull Sessions. It should begin airing within the next few months. I really got to take some time. I don't know when it's going to be. Check out this uh, this Evil series because I really got caught up. I get caught up in the introductions, the beginning of them every time on Tuesday, but I never end up watching the full episode because I come and talk to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and go back and, and check these episodes out because they start off so fire. Okay. Yeah, have you, checked, have you checked any of them out? I haven't. Okay. Um, well, have you been checking out Young Rock as much this season? I'm I'm like three episodes behind. One I saw was the first was the season for me. And yeah, me too. And I've been watching. I mean, I got class, and then I've been watching This Is Us and Abbott Elementary. But since I have all those episodes queued up from like this season, I'll probably just take some time and go rewatch it. Yeah, this one might be one of those uh, sit through a, a rainy afternoon, spring day, and just binge it all day. Um. So, um, Walter was told that he had to lose weight before his call up because Vince wants slim people on TV. And oh, I thought it was because he had that new girlfriend. No, well, yeah, but because at first he wasn't, he wasn't trying to um, move to the, um, to, he wasn't trying to do move to the U.S. Right. Yeah, they yeah, been wanting him on the main roster, but he said he wasn't trying to move to the U.S. But you know, as Devin, Devin the dude said, the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs> yeah, um, it'll make you do, it'll make you do things you never considered before, for sure. Yeah, so they said that Keith Lee was giving that same directive and didn't listen, and now you see where he's at. Mm-hmm. I just don't see Keith Lee being no slim-ass dude, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, Walter is super slim right now. I, I, didn't, I don't see Keith Lee getting that low. Um, and also, Adam Shed says that um, Tony Khan pays the dirt sheets and bad AEW talent from working the they control your narrative shows. Mm. I could probably see that from Tony Khan, him not wanting to have his get up because I mean he's got a. He's got a third. He's got his own alternate brand now with ROH. So I, yeah. I can see why he doesn't want his guys intermingling in that other promotion when you've got this ROH promotion right here that you can um, be a part of and we can monitor you and, and you know put you in good hands through our people and our production. So I can see that. Also, um, Shin Shijiro Shijiro Atani. Yeah. Um, 
himself. Um, he was injured by being suplexed to a turnbuckle. And he's, um, he had um, that goes with a cervical spinal cord injury, and he had surgery, which will be tomorrow. You have surgery tomorrow. Mm. He had support and love from all over, you know, from um, William Regal, Natty, um, Adam Pierce, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, Eddie Kingston, um, as well as Kari Singh. Yeah, that sounds pretty rough. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So I'm guessing the turnbuckle was exposed. Well, I don't know. I just thought he, he got suplexed to a turnbuckle and he was hurt. He was now he had to have surgery. Yeah, man, bad bump. Hmm. Um, that's about it. That's it for the wrestling news this week. Don't be surprised if some things happen after we record because that's what seems to happen. That's our luck. Yeah, that's how everything happens. We uh, we we end the show and then all hell breaks loose on Wednesdays and Thursdays. But um, but but we'll we'll manage and we'll be back next week to recap whatever goes down between now and then but um, thanks once again sir time for your shout outs and thank yous oh well, shout um, Dolphin, shout out to you Dolphin for another episode uh, shout out to our, our um, crew um, Jane, Semi Terry's boy and War um, for you know, cranking out shows. Shout out to the Comic Book Chronicles, the OGs of the network. Um, shout out to um, Greg, Sam, Edie, the landlady, and Classic. Also, <laughs> shout out to as well. Get shout outs. Um, shout out to our Spaces crew, Black Marvel, Black Holland, um, Colin Wren, People the Julep, Miss V, um, Queen Malmendi, um, and another host of characters. Oh, shout out to my girl Jay. She was at the show at the Detroit at the Raw Monday Night Raw show. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. I always love to hear people um, representing at the shows using yeah, the she hashtag. Posted, she kept posting the hashtag, posting the picture, and she was in. I was like, "You in the building?" She was like, "Yes, sir." That's what's up. Yeah. Always enjoy that. Always enjoy. That. Oh, it's cool. I get when I, I can roll people from my time watching wrestling to have them come tweet with us if you want to watch. Um, if you want to watch the, um, they all want a lot of people some, you know, some, you know, like-minded folks. Like-minded folks. Yeah, that's what's up. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's about it. Shout out to, shout out to everybody else who's down with us, you know. Um, that's it, Anwar. Yeah, shout out to Anwar too. Um, yeah, we just have a nice core collective of just folks that tweet with us, and it's a good, good showing. Um, you know, folks, they was, they was up in there for, you know, 
uh, WrestleMania and the shows after. Um, oh, one more thing. Um, so look, listen, remember to the door the um, so when Steve Austin comes out there, came out, I think with doing the Owens, the him and the Kate, the Kate, the Owens um, mm-hmm. segment slash match. So you know how back in the day we used to get up on the ring post and put his head, put his little fingers up in the air, right? With on a buckle. So the producers who was out there and ringside came running over to him and said he couldn't do that. <laughs> they, they told me that he couldn't do that no more. So he just puts his fist up now. You can say more things than you ever could say on TV say, these days. You can say shit. You yeah. can say shit on TV, or you can say bullshit on TV. But if Austin want raising his middle fingers up on the turnbuckle. Like he's doing we come running into him. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> and he was like, "We gonna do? You gonna tell Steve Austin you can't do that? Come on now. It's crazy. It's crazy talk." Um, As Biggie once said, things done changed. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Well, I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese, Miss J to the Max, Miss Simmy, Miss Didi Jonay, Classic, and Greg, and Sam as well. Uh, Queen Mel Mindy, all the members of the Glow, Miss Jupiter Julep, Madame Lizette. Ms. V, thank y'all for representing. Uh, shout out to all the patrons over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, where you can become a member and get all that exclusive content over on the Patreon page. Shout out to uh, Kylet Ren, Black Marvel, Black Allen. We got to figure out a way to get those guys on the show uh, for all the work that they do, uh, helping with the spaces and stuff. Let them come on here and uh, share their commentary with color and help us review an episode. Maybe we'll do it after Backlash or something. Um, yeah, we might probably um, talk to them about it when um, once the um, probably if we if the space is up tomorrow, we'll just probably talk to them about it. Like you know, see they down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, just continue to support CSPN. Go over to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Do some shopping through our sponsors um, and help yourself and also the podcast at the same time. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. almost at Wrestlemania and you know what I can give credit where credit is due almost is a big strong scary man and I barely made it out of that match against him but then the next day on Raw I felt that relentless power once again but this time 
it was because I was stabbed in the back by the one man in this entire world that I thought I could trust. MVP. You want an explanation? All right. You deserve that. When I came back to the WWE, you were floundering. You were letting some sawed-off run and some wannabe TikTok star lead your career astray. You couldn't even sniff a WWE championship despite all of your immense talents until I resurrected you. It was me that helped you unlock your potential to achieve all of the greatness that you had. You made me. I made you. Before I came back here, you were just Bobby Lashley. Don't you ever forget that it was MVP that made you almighty. You made me MVP. I made you. You came back for your farewell tour. You were ready to retire your boots and call it an end to your career. But then you did what you do best. You laughed on to your next meal ticket. You barely survived your first match with Omas. I guarantee you. No, I promise you, you won't survive the next. MVP, the only survival that you need to worry about is your own. You think you're tough because you're standing behind the giant? Well, I'm gonna chop his ass down just like I did at WrestleMania. And then after I finish Omos MVP, I'm coming to get you.